0: Use your 24 hours for yourself and not for anyone else. Hey y'all, welcome to the Young and Done podcast, a podcast about productivity and making progress while young. My name is Sydney Tompkins and welcome to episode three, getting your time back. So I think everybody understands how precious your time can be because we all know that it's limited and you never really know how much you do have, but a lot of the times we spend our time doing things that aren't worthy of it and that's how we end up losing time. So the concept of getting your time back is really just taking control of the time that you already have and then it feels like and it really produces the results of having more time. So, really, the key to getting your time back is prioritization. And prioritization allows a person to decide what they will and will not spend their time doing. There's a quote by Stephen Pressfield that kind of sums everything up, and it states The principle of priority states A, you must know the difference between what is urgent and what is important, and B, you must do what's important first. So, doing what's important first is prioritization. Life will always be filled with things to do. Even if you got everything done, there will always be more to do. And I know I had the misconception that the more productive I was, the more fulfilled I would be, but that was not the case. What fulfilled me the most was being creative and experiencing new things. Like for example, this podcast, it makes me feel like I'm putting something out into the world that I really care about and that I can share with other people. Um, But say if I was just answering emails or doing an assignment, it wouldn't give me the same joy. And doing what fulfills you means saying no to what doesn't. And then when you start to do that, then comes the feeling of neglect and guilt. So if you're feeling guilty about not having a social life, not answering texts or calls or not going to every meeting, it's okay because you can't say yes to everything. It's called choosing yourself. So you have to set healthy boundaries and these healthy boundaries may be, yes, I will go to this event, but only under these conditions, only for this amount of times, or no, I will not go here because it will not benefit me. And so these healthy boundaries set the standard on how we want to be treated and they help us regain control. And this may be hard for people pleasers because we feel like we have to do everything for other people just so they can accept us. But in reality, it's really just hurting us and our character. And now that I'm a little bit more experienced with like different types of people, I feel like people respect you more if you know what you will and will not do. And people respect you more when your are no holds weight. So these healthy boundaries are important, but how do we know how to set our boundaries? How do we know how to prioritize? Well, you always kind of have to pick your own brain and see what you really want. So I say, ask yourself these three questions. One, what do I want? Two, why do I want it? And three, how will I achieve it? And like I always say, you have to really listen to yourself and write the answers down. Like you can ask yourself these questions, get a really great answer, and then two minutes later you forget it and you go back to your old habits. But when you write it down, you really solidify it. So asking yourself these questions will really tell you what to do next. And say you ask yourself these questions what do I want? I want to start a business. Why do I want it? To impact my community in a positive way. How will I achieve it? I will start my own free coffee shop. And, you know, with those answers, it'll tell you what to do next. But even with that answer, there's a lot of different things that go into it. Like you have to get a business license. um, guessing, I'm not really an entrepreneur, but you have to get people to work for you, you have to get materials, you have to get equipment, so it's a lot of different details. And so with prioritization, you have to know what tasks to do first. And if you're stuck with a bunch of tasks to do and a whole bunch of responsibility looking at you in your face, there's a tool that you can use, a mental tool per se, that's called Eat the Frog. So, I don't know when I learned about eating the frog, but it changed my life. It's basically a concept where you do the most important thing first. And this kind of sucks because the most important thing is usually the hardest. It's usually the thing you're procrastinating or straying away from, but it's the most important. So, in this eat the frog analogy, the frog is that one thing you have on your to-do list that you absolutely have no motivation to do. And that you're most likely procrastinating on. Eating the frog means to just do it. Otherwise, the frog will eat you, meaning that you'll end up procrastinating it the whole day. But once that one task is done, the rest of the day will be an easier ride for you. And you'll get both momentum and a sense of accomplishment at the beginning of your day. So, we all know that feeling of having one thing in the back of our mind. Like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I didn't do it on my lunch break. Oh, I need to do this now. But when you do it first and you get it over with it's literally your day as a breeze and it gives you it gives you more enthusiasm and more energy you know it kind of fuels your your day and mark twain once said if it's your job to eat the frog it's best to do it first thing in the morning and if it's your job to eat two frogs it's best to eat the biggest one first and i just really love this concept i don't know why it's because i think it hits home for me it's like how did they know that i was procrastinating on the biggest thing like it's kind of like why are you in my house but Every time I catch myself putting something off that I know would change the whole trajectory of my day and like what I have to do, I know it's the frog and I know I need to just suck it up and just eat it. And another key to prioritization is identifying what's urgent versus what's important. So you can really start to break your tasks down into sections. What's urgent and important? Like, say, for example, you have to renew your car insurance by a certain day or else you can't drive and go to work. There's things that are urgent but not important. So answering an email in time to get a ticket that's urgent but not important. There's important but not urgent. So maybe that's applying for a scholarship or study abroad and you know the due date, but it's not tomorrow. And so knowing where to put your task will tell you where to put your energy and where to put your time. And I personally have these sticky notes. If you have a MacBook Air or any type of Apple device, they have these sticky notes and you can place them on your desktop. So I personally have four sticky notes. I have urgent and important, urgent but not important, and not important but urgent. And then my fourth one is the quote of the day, but that's not important for this topic. But... Knowing and seeing these different four sections will keep me on track, will keep me focused on where to put my time, and it'll just remind me. And if you're not a digital person and you have a written planner, you can color code your task based on priority. So if you have an urgent and important task, you could put that in red. Or if you have an important but not urgent task, you can put that in blue, and so forth and so on. So really being able to visualize what's really important and what's really not, will also help if you're looking at your to-do list and you're kind of overwhelmed just look for the color red and once all the reds are crossed off look for the color blue and even with all of this prioritization this sectioning and organization I think it's hard for me personally and other people to realize that you're not going to get everything done and that's okay But as long as you get the most important things done, the things that matter to you, the things that will put you in a better position, the things that are about your passion, that's when you're really living. So know when to cut some things out. You can't get everything done in your list. So after you prioritize your task and look at the estimated time and effort, you can cut the remaining tasks out from your list. And I know it looks and feels great at the end of the day. You have all this stuff crossed off your to-do list, but really was the stuff important. No, you just answered emails, you picked up a key, you went to the store, you cleaned your room, which those are important too. But like having a bunch of stuff crossed off your to-do list does not mean you use your time effectively. And that's something that I'm still learning today. But to-do lists can kind of be deceiving because you think that you got all this progress done and you think that you're ahead of the game. But in reality, you're just in a loop of doing things that are not important. So... It's really time for us to understand that our time is limited, so we have to be able to say yes and to say no to everything. Yes, I will go get this coffee because it will make me more productive, or no, I will not go get this coffee because I'm on a budget. So your yes and your no are the key to how you live your life and how much time you have to really experience the joys of it. So you have nothing to lose, literally, well, but time. But you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So once you try these prioritization methods, eating the frog, divvying your task up into sections, color coordinating your planner, you can really gain so much. So like I said before, use your 24 hours for yourself, set healthy boundaries, and prioritize. I would like to leave you with a quote. Perpetual devotion to what a man calls his business is only to be sustained by perpetual neglect of many other things. Robert Stevenson Thank you all so much for listening to episode 3 of the Young and Done podcast. I'm so happy that you all are here sharing this with me. And I can't wait to see you for episode 4. Make sure you follow our Instagram, Young and Done podcast. And see you next time.